0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform, at Voice First AI. The U.S. death toll just crossed 14,000 people on Wednesday for COVID-19 with a record 1,858 deaths just being reported two days ago on Tuesday. Since the outbreak started, about 425,000 cases have been diagnosed across the United States, and researchers say the peak is yet to come. According to CNN, the main model used by the White House and pretty much everyone else was updated yesterday, on Wednesday, to show far fewer projected U.S. deaths from COVID-19, down to 60,415 people. Right now, the predictions are for 60,415 people to die by August. That's down from 82,000 predicted to die on the model which was showed on Tuesday, which was already lower than previous projections. So these, it seems like we are flattening the curve. So congrats, everybody. We are flattening. Don't let that cause us to ease up. We're still in the thick of this and it's still going to get worse, but we are doing a good job flattening the curve, so just take a moment and smile, pat yourself on the back. Thank you for staying inside. You are the reason this is getting better for our global citizens or for our citizens around the globe. CNN continues by saying the pain may last until August. The updated model assumes social distancing measures, including the closures of schools and businesses, will remain in place until August. But other measures could replace those, including mass screening, contact tracing, and selective quarantine. Now, what I want to dive down deeper into is this contact tracing. We're here on Your Voice First podcast to discuss technology, artificial intelligence, and specifically voice technology, and how we can use this technology in innovative and creative ways to solve the problems of the world. Contact tracing was mentioned twice today, so that seems very synchronous. Let's dive deeper into the next source. The links inside of the CNN article lead to healthdata.org. I'll include a link inside of the show notes. You can check it out if you would like to see the charts, which are the projections supposedly referenced by the White House and all major health organizations. The WHO, or the World Health Organization, describes contact tracing. People in close contact with someone who is infected with a virus such as the Ebola virus are at a high risk becoming infected themselves and of potentially further infecting others. Closely watching these contacts after exposure to an infected person will help the contacts to get care and treatment and will provide further transmission will prevent further transmission of the virus. This monitoring process is called contact tracing which can be broken down into 3 basic steps. Contact tracing is contact identification, contact listing, and contact follow-up. Now, as you're listening to this, think of these as the definitions of an application because these contact tracing applications do not really exist yet inside of the United States. Two things that we really need to think about, actually. One, imagine this as a problem to be solved. Um, Also, imagine how this is gonna make people feel because the tech community for the longest time has been receiving pushback on collecting and publishing data. But with COVID-19, this has finally created the story and the context for people to openly accept and ask for their data to be collected and shared because it will allow us to act more effectively as a nation, as a local community, as individuals. More data will allow us to have more informed decisions, which will allow us to combat COVID-19 in a much more effective way. However, the trade-off is, this increased knowledge, this increased awareness of how we're contacting people, how we are interacting and spreading this disease, that same data can be used to target us with ads, to do discriminatory policing, and significantly more very biased uses of artificial intelligence. Let's move on to the next source. Here's a clip from the editor-in-chief of Wired Magazine, Nick Thompson, on contact tracing this morning on his segment, The Most Important Thing in Tech.
1: Is the continued que- The most interesting thing in tech is the continued quest to figure out a way to allow for contact tracing while protecting people's privacy. So contact tracing is the idea, which I think will be essential to how we respond to the coronavirus to allow people to know if they've been in close proximity to someone who has tested positive for coronavirus, and then they can take action and protect themselves or go into quarantine. So how can you do that? Well, the easiest way to do that would just be to have the state monitor everybody's phone, keep a massive database, compare data points in the database, and alert people if they've been near someone problem with that is it's a privacy nightmare, right? Then the government would know everybody I've been near and they would be able to figure out my sources for stories, right? Other people might worry about the government knowing that they've been having an affair or that they walked onto private property. Who knows? There are all kinds of reasons why you don't want the government to know your location at all times. Okay, but it would be really useful to have this work. So my colleague, Andy Greenberg, who is a master on security and privacy has interviewed a number of experts about how to do this, how to get such an app to work without violating your privacy. Well, here's one really good idea. What if you do it through Bluetooth? You have constantly your phones have your Bluetooth connections on and they're pinging other devices. And if two phones are near each other for 15 minutes, that counts as a contact event. So my phone is relatively near my wife's phone right now, presumably will be for the next 15 minutes, that would be a contact event. When that happens, numbers are generated by each phone and they're stored locally on the device. So my device, my wife's device, each generate a number, they're paired together, stored locally. Then somebody tests positive. I test positive or somebody else in the story tests positive. They get a confirmation code from their healthcare provider and then, all of the pairs are uploaded and then sent down to all the other phones, which can then check and see if there's a contact event with someone who has tested positive. The beauty of this is that the contact events aren't stored in the cloud. They're stored locally and then they're sent up and sent down and there's no way to back figure out who was near each other. You can just do it through local devices. So you get possibly the best of both worlds. You have a system, Tells you if you've been near someone who has coronavirus and you don't have a privacy dystopia. It's the most interesting thing in tech. Andy walks through a couple of other ideas as well, but this is a good start to solving a very hard and very necessary problem.
0: Contact tracing is something that I had not heard about until today or a couple days ago, and now this seems to be one of the greatest ways for us to collect and use data in order to combat COVID-19. Now, applying it to voice technology. Are there any voice technologies that we can use to apply Nick Thompson's idea? As of right now, I can't think of any mobile voice-enabled devices besides your existing Android phone and your iOS devices that have Bluetooth built in with the capability to run this. Okay, so can we build a voice-enabled application powering contact tracing, and does it make sense in order to solve the problem that we're facing? Okay, so we have... Android devices with Google Assistant built in. Does Google Assistant open up its SDK to Bluetooth or to passively running apps? Right now, no. Right now, unlike an app which is installed on your local device, Google Assistant needs to be activated and needs to be in an active state in order to get any data, and the best data we can get would be location data and that's not going to be on the scale like Nick Thompson's talking about, which is Bluetooth. Okay, so maybe voice can act as a part of the larger system, and I think that is probably where voice can lie inside of this contact tracing. If we build an Android application with a voice component so that the Android and iOS applications passively monitor other local Bluetooth devices, and if there's a Bluetooth device within 15 feet, it will automatically start a timer as long as that device stays within the range it'll continue to increment the timer and then if they leave 15 minutes have passed that's a contact they'll generate their own numbers if that person gets sick at that point their healthcare provider will send them a notification they'll report that they have gotten sick inside of the app and at that point the app will check every single person that's been contacted and will alert them both via Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, and on their mobile device that they have COVID. Once they know that they've been infected, they can then, well infected, that they've been exposed in contact to someone who has COVID-19, they could talk to their Google Assistant, their Amazon Alexa, get more information on who that person is, how to react, and start proactively solving their own concerns, through a conversation instead of through a visual screened interface. This is Sweets signing off. If you have anything else that you would like to discuss, please leave us a voice message um, or follow us on any social media platform at Voice First I would love to have other people on the podcast right now, especially during COVID-19. One of my big goals is to collect information of what's going on. So if you have a story to tell, if you have any way that you've been impacted by COVID-19, we want to have you on. Let's discuss whether you want to discuss voice applications or if you would just like to discuss COVID-19, you can shoot us a message at voicefirstai on all social media platforms or leave us a voice message. Just check the description of whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. Again, stay safe, stay healthy, keep expanding. This is Sweet, signing off.